Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the July 28th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It is episode 280. I can't believe it. We haven't done a show since 4th of July because we've been enjoying summertime. But here we are because guess what? NFL training camp is uh, kicking off across the NFL, across the United States. And then that means that, of course, there's so much to talk about. So I'm Chris. With me, as always, is John. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe. That way, when there's a gap, you know, you'll know when the next episode. You want to think about it. You have to keep checking back. It'll just, boom, it'll show up, and you'll get notified, and all will be well in your world. John, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing excellent. So something that I saw today is that it looks like Tom Brady has to he can't like maybe have ownership so it looks like maybe the ownership thing isn't done yet uh and if he does have ownership he can't play well we knew that but he's obviously not going to come back at this point in play so why don't they just let him have it i don't know i don't know the thing i read seemed to indicate that perhaps the tom brady raiders thing is done uh but i don't know dragging along a little bit we will see yeah it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I imagine they would let him do that because he's already said he's not interested in coming back at all and that he's done. So, Okay. All right. Well, there's a whole lot of other things to talk about besides Tom Brady. Yes. Uh, Tom Brady should be <laughs> a thing of the past, at least in the context of quarterbacking football teams. However, let's, um, let's, let's talk about uh, Mr. Hopkins up there in Nashville, just up the road up. A bit. He's out there practicing. I saw some shots of him catching catching a ball or two. Looks yeah. pretty good. The big move for Tennessee to get him because, as you know, you know they got they got rid of AJ Brown, sent him to the Eagles, got Traylon Burks from the deal. But um, last season wasn't that great. Uh, not a whole lot going on. Didn't really look that competitive throughout the entire season. Fell off as we're accustomed to with the Titans the last couple of seasons. Didn't wasn't able to make that big case in the AFC. Uh, the AFC is a very tough conference at this point, so you know it's understandable why they're not able to make that strong a case. But Hopkins definitely increases their chances of you know winning football games. Uh, helps whoever's back there throwing the football have more success in the passing game. Doesn't matter who it is, if it's Tannehill, if it's Willis um, or Levis. I, I don't know who's going to be that guy. It's kind of up in the air right now. Uh, but whoever does is back there is going to have a better chance of getting a lot more completions. It's going to give Traylon Burks and Derrick Henry opportunities to do more uh, without that defense able to load the box and actually having to uh, take into account you know, other wide receivers um, and actually have to take that seriously, that threat uh, that can manifest itself. So the deal is huge for the Titans. Um, I think it's something that can help them if they get into the playoffs, maybe win or you know, out of the wild card and get into the second round or something like that. I think it opens up doors for them to be able to have more success down the stretch. And I think also, you know, with, with his ability, he can also teach the younger guys that are uh, up and coming wide receivers that a lot of people are pretty high on, uh, help them kind of mature and grow and, and end up getting into a, you know, a better spot and being able to play at a high, a better level and a higher level uh, because he's obviously been around the, uh, for a while um, the last couple of seasons at Arizona uh, and, and before that as a Texan and always have had that wow factor, that big playability that 
you put it out there and he'll go up there and make a completion to make that play. I saw a clip right before we came on here of Hopkins making kind of like a back shoulder one hand uh, yeah. grab at training camp and stuff yep. like that. So he's already making a little bit of an impact, a little bit of a splash. And we want to wait too long with the Hall of Fame game coming up in, you know, six days and regular season, uh, I think over a little over a month away. Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm seeing a lot about Dalvin Cook to the Jets yeah. to join the stable of running backs there. Is that even, you know, I know everyone's trying to pile into right. New York to like ride Tom the. Tom Brady in the bus. Yeah, exactly. So they want to all, they all want to ride the Aaron Rodgers train and see where that takes them. So what do you think? Dalvin Cook to the Jets. Is that going to happen? From his comment. I thought I saw that. It, uh, like he thinks it's done. He says it's, what is, what is the chances of coming? I believe the, the reporter asked and he said, I think it's very high. Um, that's his interpretation of it. I saw like last time they were like off by a million dollars as far as them making the deal or not. So it's not that far off between his agent and, uh, the jets, obviously Aaron Rodgers has renegotiated his contract to create a, uh, less of a, a cap hit to give them opportunity to sign other guys, other weapons. When they said that they want to do that over the next couple of seasons, I figured they were talking about weapons, not a running back that is nearing the end of his career when they have Brees Hall who played really well last season and, and, you know, was starting to make a little bit of uh, a little bit of a splash. And then he obviously had that injury, took him out of the rest of the season. Uh, and then Michael Carter kind of came up for them. So they got a couple of decent running backs, one really good running back, kind of middle road, middle of the road running back. Yeah. Dalvin cook into that mix. I think on paper that, you know, improves the team because Dalvin cook obviously has explosive, that explosive ability, at times, but last season it was kind of you know bumpy, and he had, wasn't playing well enough. Otherwise, the Vikings would have would have extended him and kept him. There's clearly a reason why they don't want to keep him, and why they let him walk, and why they're letting him you know do what he's doing. Because teams hardly ever want to shoot themselves in the foot uh, when they've got a running back that can make plays for them and and will have success uh, for a while. Running backs usually have a pretty early expiration date. Um, I think Dalvin Cook's nearing that. The Jets, I think he just wants to have a chance at a ring. So his part of it makes sense as far as wanting to get into the Super Bowl conversation. Uh, but for the Jets standpoint, you're going to take that money that you renegotiate with Aaron Rodgers. You're going to get a less of a cap hit on him. And then you're going to go and use that money to sign Dalvin Cook, which you don't even know how productive he's going to be. Um, you don't know if he's going to get upset about having to – play a little bit of second fiddle behind Brees Hall. He's not going to be the lead dog anymore uh, because like uh, I saw on NFL Network yesterday, the Jets are very high on Brees Hall. They like him. They think he's got a lot of upside to him. And that's clear when you watch the football tape. Uh, but, you know, Dalvin Cook maybe adds a little bit more of that shifty running back, the running back that can, you know, do more open field and open space. Maybe you get that from him. But I wouldn't like it. It seems like it might happen, but does that make the Jets Super Bowl contenders, does that make them way better by just adding Dalvin Cook into that mix? I don't think so. Uh, and they're going to have to look at what they want to do with their options, stuff like that. But this screen is very much about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. There's a lot of parallels there when they went to their new teams and players wanted to join. Uh, so that makes sense. And maybe we'll see him turn into what Fournette did for the Tampa Buccaneers and he'll play at that high level because he wants to play for Aaron Rodgers and wants to, uh, wants to impress it. But overall, I think all things be created equal. I think wasting your money on Dalvin cook when you could get other guys in the near future probably isn't unwise, but we'll have to see. Okay. All right. So something I know we're both excited to see is how does Russell Wilson perform in the Sean Payton era in Denver? Because so goes the quarterback in the NFL. So goes the team. 
So what's going to happen? This is a pretty radical, you know, transformation from the uh, Nathaniel Hackett era to the Sean Payton era of the Broncos. Um, you think they're going to be better? Like how much better? Like is this one of those situations where like a team, like it's just coaching and the team just turns on a dime? I, I well, if you look at the whole season last year, yes, last year, you see the time uh, Nathaniel Hackett was the head coach to the time when he got fired and the other guy came up for like two games. Yeah. Russell Wilson looked substantially better than when Hackett was his coach. He, the whole offense seemed to be playing at a different level, seemed to be working together better. That's one. Sean Payton's obviously going to clear the culture and go way more old school than Nathaniel Hackett was trying to do. He was trying to appease Russell Wilson. Sean Payton doesn't seem interested in any of that. And he's going to do what is, needs to be done to make everyone equal because Russell Wilson seemed like to be on a different level than everybody else. And I think that caused some locker room issues uh, overall that weren't seen, but were definitely seen on the football field. But also, I think Nathaniel Hackett, he came from Green Bay where he had Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, and that was the offense. Like, he hardly ever had to throw to anyone else. Devontae Adams making all the plays. Aaron Rodgers is not a scrambling quarterback, he's a stand in the pocket passer. Uh, and then he goes to Denver. And they trade to get Russell Wilson, and they send all these draft choices, and they send all these pieces to uh, to Seattle to get Russell Wilson. And then you try to learn on the fly how to coach a running quarterback when you've never done that, and you and you expect success right away because it's Russell Wilson. But because you're you know a first year guy as a head coach, which is hard enough in and of itself, but then you add the the pressure. Uh, that you get when a all-star quarterback comes to your team and the expectations and what Russell has been able to do in Seattle, you add that to that to to the backpack of what you're trying to carry to the Super Bowl and you're trying to you know get up that hill, uh, and then you you know add the media and how you know harmful that can be, uh, and then you know you try to you try to put something together there that's usually not going to work and it's usually going to fall apart. With Sean Payton, he's had success with the Saints, and he's done well. Uh, with them and he's you know had success as a head coach he knows he's been around the nfl he knows how to deal with running quarterbacks defensively and scheme for that uh and so he'll know how to handle russell wilson as far as you know having success obviously drew Brees wasn't that big of a running quarterback but once you've been around the block enough you start to understand the niches of that and how that works but what i mean and you know what i was saying about you know at the end of the season russell wilson team look better i i think that coach just let russell wilson be russell wilson and let him play the way he likes to play, which is going to be outside the pocket a little bit, playing outside on the run and passes like that. And let, you know, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and these guys have success. Um, and I think also some of the moves that they made with Frank Clark signing with them and things like that is going to help their ability to be a little bit more dominant in the pass rushing game and stuff like that. So I think overall this team uh, will look better. Now I think this expectation that day one, week one, this team is going to be perfect is, is uh, a um, it's too much to ask, especially from wh- where they were. I think it's going to be a whole season long improvement, ups and downs. But I think overall their record will be better, and I think overall their team will be better. But also, I think Nathaniel Hackett, with him going to the Jets to be the offensive coordinator, I think we're going to see a turnaround here for him as well. I think he's going to go back to the success that he had as a Green Bay Packer mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. Yep. Guess who his quarterback is? I know. Yes, they come they come together again. Okay. All right. So before, let's see, we've got two more topics here. Uh, let's talk about, well, actually we have three more topics. Um, so Justin Herbert has been paid. Yes. 
So you what got is five year? What's Joe Burrow going to get? Joe Burrow is now injured again, is he not? Yeah, he's good. He's in. It's a calf strain. Okay, good. A uh, few okay. weeks. Okay. So, what does the Herbert contract mean to Mr. Burrow? Well, the Chargers agreed to a terms on a record-setting five-year, two hundred sixty-five point two million dollar contract okay. extension with Herbert. Okay. Uh, this week. All right. Making him the highest-paid quarterback in in the NFL. What um, Schefter said is that um, Joe Burrow's contract will be well north of that $265.2 million deal. And I think he even said that might be a record-setting deal um, to you know to put on top of this deal, um, which is something you would expect because once Justin Herbert, you know, when that, when that falls, you know, the other quarterbacks from that draft are also going to be in question and, you know, where are they going to get paid? And Joe Burrow has played extremely well for the Bengals. When he's not been injured and he's been on the football field, the Bengals are winning football team. And each week they're in the conversation to beat the Chiefs, the Bills. They're as good as those teams right now with the pieces that they put together the way they've drafted. And he deserves a big contract. Um, the question is, where does this all stop? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, you're Russell Wilson got it, Patrick Holmes got it, and everyone's just kind of, you know, adding on top of that uh, highest paid quarterback mark and, Justin Justin Herbert, I think, is a good quarterback, but for some reason the Chargers just haven't been able to turn it on well enough to get to the point where they're putting themselves in that top four conversation. Uh, they just haven't been able to play at that level yet. doesn't mean they won't get there. But you know Justin Herbert is the face of the, the Chargers franchise, is the player they want to keep, and as they build and as they fix things around him, I think it will start to turn. However, with the Bengals, they could pay, you know, um, not Justin Herbert, but um, Joe Burrow, a ridiculous sum of money, uh, well above the 265 mark. Uh, um, but if you do that, you're going to end up handicapping yourself because there are other people in your lineup and on your team that you're going to have to pay at some point. It's going to come. I don't know exactly Jamar Chase's situation and D. Higgins' situation uh, as far as when they're going to need to be paid again, but they're going to be need to be paid, and you're going to want to pay them. Uh, and at that point, you're going to start to be crippled a little bit because – Salary cap is a thing. You can't just pay everybody a ridiculous sum of money. You're going to have to decide who's worth it and who is not. So why Bengal fans might be screaming for, you know, pay him, you know, a lot of money, do it quickly. We want Joe Burrow. The quarterback wins the games, but who is around him also is a big part of that as well. It's, it cannot just be a great quarterback. It's got to be great players around him to have success and have him get to that next level. And I think, honestly, you can win more games with an adequate quarterback and great pieces around him than with a great quarterback and no pieces around him. And that's why I think Tennessee will have more success with Hopkins because I think he's that game changer. But that deal uh, set into motion uh, this situation with jo uh, Joe Burrow. We now know, like you said, he got injured at practice. It was a calf injury. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. No preseason for him. Obviously, I heard on NFL Network that he's only taken three <laughs> snaps in preseason. So he's been you know off the field a lot, but that doesn't seem to hurt him in any way, shape, or form. But I think it's going to be really interesting to see where that that falls, how that ends up looking, and you know what this quarterback market is going to look like for years to come, as different positions start paying more. Uh, it starts to slump at some point, so we'll see where that rhythm goes. But we now have another storyline to watch out for. What would Joe Burrow be paid, and what does that way north look like? Okay, old faces in new places wide receiver edition we've had a little bit of a mix-up in the wide receivers we talked about one of them with hopkins, hopkins going to the titans what are other moves at the wide receiver position that people need to be aware of and thinking about as we head into the 23 24 nfl 
season. Yeah, I think one of them is the uh, Bears getting um, more DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers. I think that's going to be a good play for them uh, going down this stretch because I think um, I think he's going to be a piece that's going to be able to open up the lot for Justin Fields because Justin Fields over the last couple of seasons has been ha- forced to use the run game uh, to make have success on the ground, and it wasn't really him being able to throw a whole lot other than to Cole Komet because they didn't really have that weapon. They tried to add um, Chase Claypool from the Steelers to see if that would you know mesh or grow into anything. It did not. It actually just kind of ended up being a horrible situation for them. Now they have to deal with that uh, that fire where they're going to figure out, do they keep him, do they cut him, do they allow him to stay? I don't really know what they're going to end up doing because I think there's a lot of, you know, conversation we had there but dj moore uh has been uh, at, at camp showing that he is a valuable piece to this bears team and i think it could unlock a door for them to be able to start to be in the conversation a little bit more of uh of, you know we're here we're a legitimate a legitimate contender you talked about hopkins i think we talked about that quite a bit and i think he's the other guy that you look at and you say to yourself you know that's huge i think the titans desperately needed that uh, and then, you know, the guy that we've been talking about a lot and we're finally, you know, going to be able to see him on the, uh, on the fields, um, I think is, you know, is, um, OBJ. I think I'm excited about to see him a lot. Cause I think finally we get to see if, you know, if it was a question of Lamar Jackson cancer the football or if it's a conversation of he can't, he just didn't have pieces around. I think we're in a similar situation with, uh, with um, Justin Fields, but I also think, you know, the rookie, I can't remember his name, but the guy they got, um, I think it was out of Boston College, he's also going to help them have another weapon that they can look at. They started to draft well, so I'm excited to see what that looks like uh, as we take closer and closer to the football season. It's getting exciting. Yes, it is. I can't wait personally. Uh, okay, so first game of the quote season is <laughs> this Hall of Fame game they do every year, which is like the teams that go to that, don't they typically get – an extra preseason yeah, game is like, kind of how it goes down. Fourth, yeah. All right. So we have the hall of fame game coming up. When is that? That's not this weekend. The third. That's n- next Thursday, next Thursday. So okay. Six days out. Gotcha. Okay. So, wow. Six days out. Fantastic. And who are our teams? Jets. And you got the Mr. Aaron Rodgers led jet or <laughs> jets and um, the Browns. Jets and Browns. Browns yes. Okay. So I guarantee, well, I don't guarantee. Do you think I should ask you, do you think we will see Aaron no. Rodgers? play in that game or will he sit on the sidelines he's gonna sit on the side. maybe we see him for like one second but like to like hype it up but yeah. i'd really doubt they would put him in any way of risk yeah you wouldn't think so i would really suspect to see him sit on the sideline okay all right i would i would expect him to or you could suspect him but i will expect him okay <laughs> all right Sorry. dude that's expect that's quite all right okay grammar police i hate that i shouldn't have done that okay <laughs> here we go uh that's all we got actually <laughs> so here we go home <laughs> we are done awesome listeners we appreciate you thanks for listening uh we are what's our schedule going to be like here i don't know it's going to be subscribe that way you don't have to worry yeah. just, just we're gonna know. try to hit on fridays as much as possible when the news is you know out there okay so weekly fridays yeah with football season and preseason being like a week away there's gonna be plenty more news to talk about so we should be more consistent and when football season's in full swing we'll go back to our three okay uh, three days a week. all right well subscribe and then you then you don't have to wonder when we're putting these things out you'll just know awesome thank you listeners we appreciate you we will check you soon see god you. bless you